It's Hello. <laughs> We're live. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to PS We Have No Plan. I'm Peyton Smith calling in from LA. And I'm Emily McManus calling in from Edinburgh, Scotland. <gasps> My gosh, you are <laughs> such a globetrotter. I can't handle you. How yeah, is it? This will be my last, though, um, episode o- overseas. <gasps> it went by really fast. The last half did for me. I don't know it, about you. Same. No, 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 same. I think that first half, too, I was it's like a little homesick and everything. Mm-hmm. And then it just kind of flew by. And now I'll be home next Wednesday, like five days away. I know. I can't believe it. It's been five weeks. I was in Iceland the last three days, which was Spe- spectacular I can't it even... looked beautiful yeah that looked honestly one of the coolest spots to me it was I, I agree with you I think this I think Scotland was the highlight just oh because gosh. it was so I so wait different. Iceland Iceland or Scotland oh Iceland wait. sorry guys Iceland yeah okay yes, yes. thank you thank you for catching that I'm excited to be going home it'll be so nice and also I'm just excited that we're potting again today. And and I have to say, I'm really proud that we've kept up with this. Me too. Me too. I was worried, but I'm, I'm glad we've, I mean, it's mainly you. I'm glad that you've stuck to your commitments. Well, you have a very busy schedule too. And like, and then with us being on such different timelines, it was, it was hard for both of us and we both committed and we made it work. And sometimes it was chaotic and sometimes it was last minute changes but we've done it so far yes definitely yes I know I felt my day has been quite chaotic today I just found out I'm going to New York for work in two weeks or less than two weeks 10 days and the flights are just so expensive and they only cover like very basic tickets and I'm six feet tall so I always try to get at least like econ plus for myself which I know sounds like a diva to a lot of people but traveling for six hours it's like I don't want to no, I don't, I don't know. blame you at all. I don't blame you at all because there's two things. Like I think about going to New York, but I, in my mind, I'm, I'm from my house in Nashville. Like you're going from coast to coast. That is so yeah. long. And yeah, you got long ass legs. They need, I know. need space. I know. So I'm treating myself and I upgraded myself. And so I'm, I'm using some of my personal money, which always is like, ugh, why do I have to do that for a business trip? But anyways, it's just felt slightly chaotic today because I've had to book flights and hotels and coordinate with my New York team and then schedule with, you know, Luke and Maisie, make sure Maisie's taken care of because he's so busy. So it's just like um, everything. Yeah. Just, you know, traveling is just logistically kind of a nightmare when you first find out when you first book everything and try to figure it all out is stressful. Oh, absolutely. Especially when like your you and your partner have such different schedules and lifestyles mm-hmm. and you both are already all already really busy with home life and work like work just in your normal town. Like then adding on travel is just almost it's it's a lot and it can tip you over. And so today <laughs> this might be this might be a short episode for both of us because it it sounds like what we might need. And it, it's yep good segue into kind of what we've talked about we want to cover um this episode it seems like you know we've talked about our marriages a lot and you know how how we have kind of gone traditional paths on getting married but 
we still had these non-traditional lifestyles with our husbands, like, because we have so much space, we have so much space with our husbands that I think to most people in a relationship, it would be almost daunting or frightening. Oh my gosh. Yes, exactly. And I also feel like we ourselves, like our souls and spirits are quite creative and, and entrepreneurial and interested in so many things and like settling down and nesting and all those words that sort of come along with marriage don't jive with either of us. So it's like, how do we recreate marriage in our own you know, way and redefine it in our own way? And so, yeah, I think it's a good convo to have today. <laughs> I absolutely think so too. And I don't know if you sent this to me or if I just saw it on my reels, like going through, but I, yesterday there was one that popped up and it said, having a midlife crisis with my nail technician. And she said, I'm, you know, you're, we're in our thirties, twenties and thirties, and we're the first generation to raise non-traditional families. And Mm. I thought that that was like, I never really thought about it like that before, but it's true. Like we're not having kids. So true. Right. We're not having kids right away or, or some of us are, but we're still doing it in a very different with, with it, 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 there's no roadmap. Nope. And, and just being chained to your desk, wearing a suit and tie, being in a corporate experience, like that's really changing. And, and yes. that has changed from the pandemic, even people working in corporate, like I am, it's just like a completely different world. So I feel like there's so much change in work and marriage and all these traditional pillars of life. It's wild, right? It's wild to talk to. And so I don't know, I'm interested to hear from you if like your parents agree with how or have opinions on how you and Jeff operate in your marriage. Like, do they have thoughts on how you should do it? Or yeah, what, what, how do you guys have conversations about it? You know, my family has always been so supportive. I think because of my upbringing and I think your upbringing was very much the same. Like we were like all over the place and things were Mm -hmm. changing all of the time. So you had to just kind of roll with it. Um, And obviously my dad's career, he was gone all the time. So that was kind of just the lifestyle I was used to. So now with Jeff being a musician, being gone a lot, it's just par for the course and like something that I'm used to as well. But it is funny that you say that because there are times where um, I'll be talking to my dad who like, okay, and how are the boys like Jeff and Freddie? And he goes, where is Jeff? I'm like, I have no idea. He goes, Em, you should know where he's at. (laughs) (laughs) Sometimes. Totally. That's okay. Right. Right? Like that's, that's hard. I think that's hard for parents to, to feel because their generation, they like knew everything about the other and they operated sort of together and totally. So I get that. And I think they had to plan for like big chunks at a time. Like things didn't change Mm, so rapidly as they mm -hmm. do now. Like right now we could be, you know, I, like I did, I decided to leave on a Monday and maybe I'll be back on Thursday or whatever it is, or Jeff's Jeff's job. And same with Luke, like something could pop up out of nowhere Mm -hmm. and they just have to go. And and with technology, it makes it really easy to deal with that. And I Mm -hmm. think, so we take it in stride so much more maybe than our parents do, because Mm -hmm. when those happened in the past for them, like there was, you would have to call a travel agent or whatever. Like there was just so much more 
grunt work to be done mm-hmm. when somebody mm-hmm. is leaving. I mean, totally, totally. And just traditional like gender norms, I feel like we're very much in play with the boomer generation. Like it's like the women were were staying home, having the kids, being the housewives, like taking care of their husbands, cleaning, cooking, like all of those stereotypes definitely existed more in the generation, you know, before us than they do now. And I think that's also an interesting thing. Like I've, I was talking to my therapist about this yesterday. I think one of the challenges with Luke's career path being what it is, is that a lot of that work is not shared right now because of just scheduling. Like he leaves super early in the morning, comes back super late at night. And I'm I work from home for the majority of my life. So the different activities fall in my lap, right? Like ordering the groceries, taking care of our dog, cleaning the house, scheduling things, cooking, like all of that sort of falls on my plate. And that's tough for me. Like I don't, I, I don't take that with like a, this is what I should do as a woman and a wife. Like I hate that in fact. So that's another sort of difference I would say between a modern woman and someone maybe a bit older. I agree with you. And I'm the same way. And I, you know, we've had, we've definitely had arguments over that stuff too. When I feel like I'm pulling the weight, like, I don't know, mm-hmm. like I just need some help here. And sometimes it's hard because Jeff doesn't feel like I'm pulling all the way. Like he feels like totally. he is like putting in like the effort and what needs to be done. And regardless whether he is and I'm blind to it or he's not and he just thinks he is, mm-hmm. like that is really, really hard to to deal with and handle, especially when, you know, I think we think the same thing. It's like, I don't, I clean up for myself. I can take care of myself. I can mm-hmm. do this a long time before I met you. So that's not the point, but I'm not here to take care of everything for you. Totally. No, absolutely. I think what is, what's weird about Luke and I, is we met when we were so young that I was 17 when I met him. So I do feel like I don't know my adult self without Luke, which we've talked about you and I, and I think in some ways that scares the hell out of me because it's like, he feels, I've said this before, like my Achilles heel, like in that, like if something happens to him, I feel like it's like my left arm breaking off. Like in some ways we feel so attached. I don't know my adult self without Luke. Um, and also I think it's been such an awesome, unexpected thing to have him pursue this career path where he's gone all the time and super busy and super, you know, off on his own, like doing his own, literally in a different world, right? The hospital is such a different world. And I think it's actually been so great for me to refine my independence. And to your point, no, I can't take care of myself. Be like, oh my God, I can make my own fun. Mm -hmm. I can do this and that, and I can take care of this and that. And it's been healthy, I think. Yes, it has. It's a, I think it was the time that has now allowed you to find yourself as an adult, right? Agreed. And not and when we say without him, you know what I mean? Not like, oh, he's not there. But for you in your own space and your in your daily time as an adult woman, like now is your time to figure that out. Or not mm-hmm. figure that out or just be in that present state. Because I agree with you. I think that that is such an important part of, oh man, just growing and knowing who you are. Being being comfortable being alone mm-hmm. as an adult, that goes a long way. It really and does. 
and I, and it's definitely easier for some and, and then in, for some people, it's, it scares the hell out of them. And it's a very, very uncomfortable. And I think that has to do with personalities. I think that has mm-hmm. to do with how you were raised. And also just if you're an extrovert or an introvert, like mm-hmm. I think all of that definitely like rolls into that ball of who you are. But I think when you're able to find that piece of being alone and knowing who you are in those moments, then that kind of gives you that North star in mm-hmm. your romantic relationships, your professional ones, your friendship ones, and I think in just like your decision making in general. I, I could not agree more. I fully agree. And I think it is interesting. Um, another sort of hard part about this that I want to hear your advice on because I'm sort of struggling with it is like now I feel like we're sort of on different pages in a lot of ways because he's so overwhelmed with his current work. Like it's just an overwhelming job. It's really hard. It can be really hard to stay positive and happy. Meanwhile, I've had all this ample amount of time by myself at home in this new creative city. In the last eight months, I feel like I have just been like more confident and sure of myself and dreaming bigger and really positive and really connected to myself and the world and building new friendships, like obviously with you and others. And it just is like, that's tough because I feel like I'm thriving in a lot of ways and he's struggling in a lot of ways. And so it's like, that's a hard thing in a marriage too, is even the independence thing is, is important. And it's also hard because then you can sort of do this at times. Oh, I couldn't. Yes. I, I, I couldn't feel those feelings more and like understand where you are because we, we, we've been in the exact same place many times. And I think throughout our relationship, you guys have been together how long? 10 years, 10 years this year. Yeah. That's a long time. That's a long long time time. to be with each other. And like, I'm sure that throughout that you've both have been in those positions together and at separate times. I I mean, honestly, um, not really. No, (laughs) honestly. And and maybe that's because we're young. Maybe that's because it's like 17, 18, 19. We're going to the same school. We have the more, we're both student athletes. We both more or less have the same things. Mm -hmm. Then we graduate and we're like, both in the same city, working in the same hours, nine to five, okay. same sort of jive. Then we quarantine together and we're like staying together 24 seven. And now it's like, shit, we're like different and we're living different lives. And it's like, how do you stay connected? And it's, it's tough. It's, <laughs> it's tough. Oh, Peach, I'm so proud of you for just being able to like say that because so many people would be embarrassed or like ashamed mm-hmm. or be like, no, I can't say that. I need to have like this facade, mm-hmm. but it is, it is so hard. So, so hard. And I couldn't understand that feeling more or like have been through, I, we have been through that many times, like many times. It's not just a one-time thing. And there have been moments where I've been high and Jeff's been really low. And I think pandemic, like throughout that whole pandemic, mm. we were, we were like that because I was very fortunate. My job was able to stay intact. Pretty much nothing changed. I just got to work from home, which was my- A perk to you. Yeah. Exactly. A perk for sure. And then Jeff, it went from 100 to zero overnight, literally overnight. And they were told two weeks, six weeks, ended up being almost a year and a half. So we were absolutely in that state of one 
being really positive, feeling great, like getting healthier and feeling energized by all of this kind of like extra time and cushion while the other one truly felt like they were sinking and didn't know what was coming up, didn't know where to turn Mm -hmm. next. Like Mm -hmm. there were no answers. There was Mm -hmm. no HR or CEO you could go to. There's no answers. And the only thing that I can say that has, that helped us get through it was communication and time. Totally. Like, and we, we had some really, really rough times. And I know that we'll have those again. Like, I think we might just be one of those couples that we're, I, I, I think you and I can relate. We feel deeply. We mm-hmm. feel very deeply. I can go way high mm-hmm. and way low, really, really fast. And that goes into relationships. And I think that's just mm-hmm. sometimes the way the cookie crumbles. Yes. And does Jeff also go high and low or is he neutral? He does go high and low, but he's able to handle it in a much more neutral way than I am. Like Mm -hmm. I feel it and I feel like it kind of like permeates out into everything around me and it affects me in all different ways. And he's able to still like focus. I know when he's in that really higher and that really low, but he's able to still kind of stay on earth. That's that makes sense. That makes sense. Because as a musician, I feel like you do lean into your emotions so much. And I feel like he probably has the capabilities of going high and low, but just generally how he operates in this world is like, all right, let's stay stable. And I think Luke is also very, very fucking stable. Like he's sitting in there. I'm just like, oh, I don't want to like pump you up too much, but he, but, but I don't think if there's a good or bad thing, honestly, like I personally love the fact that I'm high and low. I'm similar to you. I love that. I feel a lot. That's I think a superpower of ours. Um, but the stability that he has throughout life and just like wanting to chill. And I've explained this to you before, like we're watching, um, outer banks or we just finished it. And it's like that, chill lifestyle if you've seen it like very yeah beachy and like yeah just like sitting playing guitar drinking beers listening to good music and just coasting is like Luke like that's that's my image of Luke when I think of him and it's so wonderful like that's the type of love I was looking for that's the type of love that serves me that's the type of person that serves me because I am so someone that like yeah (laughs) Yeah. but it is hard too when you're like wow you just see life in a very different way than I do and that's that can be tough even though it is a partnership that works sometimes it can be tough absolutely absolutely and and so it's so hard sometimes because like what I think is really good for a relationship I I think if it could also be really bad. Like, yeah, totally. Right? <laughs> yes. This space, this space that we both have in our relationships. Like, mm-hmm. I think it is really good because the positive is that we all have time to ourselves to explore mm-hmm. and, and, and be our own people. And mm-hmm. 
have something I always said, Jeff and I have very independent lives from one another. Like our lives are very much our own. And Mm -hmm. most of it is like that separate, this is me, this is you. But when we come together, we have a really, really great partnership too. Like we have a really great life together, but you definitely need two people that are okay with those independent lives. You know what I mean? Like one can't be, oh no, I'm over here like exploring myself and chasing the wander. Another one's like, no, I need to be this, this, this on this timeline. And I think if, if, if that's the case in people's relationships, then that makes it really hard. But in our instance, I think we both have really great guys that are just trusting and secure Mm -hmm. and chill Mm -hmm. that they would maybe whatever rocks us a little bit more they they see that from the distance and they're like it's okay yes and and i want to ask you this cuz this is a part of the therapy that i had yesterday and i think it would be useful for everyone to hear the tips afterwards but i'm i want to hear from you first so when you see a re- your relationship do you see both of you living happy on an island or do you see you are the queen of your island he's the king of his island and you're just sort of floating together like that you can get back and forth to each other's islands but you you like your own you like to rule your own or do you see it like we're building this beautiful conglomerate together I see we're building one together I really do which is weird because I think of myself as such a solo nuclear human over here. But when you say it like that, I definitely see it going together. Okay. Interesting. Do you think he would say the same? Yeah, I do. What, and you'd agree, you'd agree with all the islands, like that, what you would no. need. And No. no. <laughs> so would it be like the line down the middle? Like how would you set up your island? That is such a good, so this was in therapy. Yes. Oh my gosh. I want to go to your therapist. <laughs> I know she's a drama therapist. Everyone go to a drama therapist. They talk okay. in images and oh, like fun amazing. things like this. Yeah. 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 Okay. Continue. I mean, that's such a good question. So we're like, I don't know, I guess it would just be compromise. Is that, is that answer? Allowed? I love that answer. I mean, that's, yeah, that's a great answer. I think it's interesting because everyone's going to have a different answer and how they see relationships. And that goes back to your point where the key to happiness in relationship, and I think this is a well-known is communication. It's like, right. let's have a shared definition of what we are looking for out of life and out of partnership. And that's sort of interesting because I see my relationship very differently. I sort of am like, I have my island and it's has bunch of extreme seasons and it has a castle and has like forest and it's like whatever people come to it there's like yachts that come like white lotus and they all like show up and vacay with me and it's like chic and then luke has his really chill island that i think of outer banks like very relaxed and humble and like his little guitars everywhere and we have this awesome bridge in between the two and we come each night and we hold hands and we admire each other's islands that's how i see our relationship and and he does as well so it's interesting. It's like, it's perfect, right? You kind of have to find, how do you see your ideal? Like if if you were to dream up your love story, right. And put it in that perspective, like, how do you think of it? That's such a like brilliant 
way or sense of imagery too that mm-hmm. your therapist brought up because the the ways of like dissecting it too are endless like and it totally and, and, right and there's no right or wrong like and that you guys both feel the same way and how I think that Jeff would feel the same way as I mm-hmm. I think that right there is what the key to maybe that exercise is is just defining your islands, defining who you are as a person and what does that mean for your relationship? Exactly. And some people need that where they want both of both people on one island and some people don't want that and wants that separation and need that independence. And I think like, you're right. That's, that's the point of the exercise is to dissect. What do you need out of the relationship? Cause I think if I were to be asked this two years ago, I would have said, I need every single part of my day to be with Luke. I need to wake up with Luke. I need to organize with Luke. I need to walk with like I loved and I still love spending all of my time with him. But I think if I'm thinking about how happy and fulfilled and amazing I've been feeling lately, a lot of that stems from building my own fucking island. <laughs> you I know? Love that. <laughs> and you know what? It just made me think though that. It, like you said, two years ago, two years ago, not even two years, maybe two months ago, if you ask me, I could have been the separate ones. I think it's interesting. Yes. 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 Because I've been away. You know what I mean? So like right mm-hmm. now I'm just like, oh, 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 together. Totally. You're right. You're right. But I think just like how we are so up mm-hmm. and down, your islands can change. Like there could be some tectonic movement. And, and you hundred like, percent. Or he could just like scope my island and be like, that's pretty cool. I want to come join you or vice versa. Right. So it's like those types of things. And I think Luke and I are experiencing this now with, with our jobs. Like we're both looking at what potentially next for us. And we are sort of sharing those goals in a way that we've never shared. I've always been the corporate path. He's always been a doctor. And it's like, is that what's right for us? Maybe not. We're like staying open-minded about it because it's, it's all about, like you said, staying in touch with your needs and vocalizing that to your partner, I think is such a, such a key to relationships. It can be awkward if you, you know, but it's, it's helpful. Yeah, you know, I, I'm so happy you said that because something that I think people that perhaps aren't in a relationship might think about being in a relationship is that the awkward stops. It's still totally like there's still things that when you talk about, you're like, or like, it's weird or uncomfortable or like, you're just not comfortable sharing it, but that's, I, it's okay. And I, I I think that is part of life and that's what happens in your relationships and they're ever changing. And just that you guys talk about that you might have different goals than what you thought they always were. Like you, mm-hmm. you don't want to be corporate maybe. What, what? How long do I want to be a doctor? Do I even want to be a doctor? Like mm-hmm. for Jeff and I is music everything. Oh my gosh. Like what am I doing with this podcast? Maybe it could become something like what are, mm-hmm. what are we going after? And it all goes back down to communication. And so the oh, space sure. between is bridged by that just continual thread of talking. Yes. And, and also self, self stuff. Like I think focusing on yourself is such an important piece of it too, and not constantly relying on a partner to define who you are, how you see the world. And I think that's another difference from our 
older generation. Like I know my mom's like, well, what does Luke think about this new dream of yours? And I'm like, well, it's not really his dream, right? Like it's my dream. So he doesn't really get a say in my dream. So it's like, (laughs) I think that's another shift in generations is like, Mm -hmm. you're also allowed to, to dream and be different and, and independently. Yeah, Yeah. Yeah. And, and you chose Luke and he chose you because of those totally. thoughts that you both have and that you both support each other in those thoughts. Right. right. He would not do well with a, with a woman that just is like, yes, Luke. Okay. Luke, here's your dinner, Luke. Like, thank you, Luke. Like oh. some, some men need that. Like, thank I know, you. I know my dad, for example, like I'll say it on this podcast. He needs a woman that is a bit more attentive to his needs. He likes to have kind of the say he's very traditional. So it's like, you have to, I think that's a, another piece of marriage that I sort of didn't realize was so key and important. But <laughs> now I'm like, thank God Luke is a partner oh. that sees me as right. Yes. What, what the type of person I want to be. I think subconsciously, maybe then you and I, like we could sense that in them, in the boys yeah. when, when we were together. Cause we've both been with them now for quite a long time. Like I don't actually, I don't even know how long we have been together, but I mean, probably seven years or something like that. You and... don't know how long you've been together? No. <laughs> You're like, no. No, I don't. Who counts? Because so do you celebrate anniversaries or anything like that or not really? Only our wedding. Mm. So we've never had. Oh, like, I see. Yeah, we've never had like a dating anniversary or anything Right, like of course. Because we don't really know when we started dating because it was such a blurred line between friendship we were working forbidden fruit and all of that and so right I remember right so we don't even really know well that's kind of fun like I think that's what's I mean we met in college so similarly we don't really know right it's sort of like no. just generally this is when we started like becoming more than friends I guess but it's exactly, exactly. yeah but you know what I think, I I don't know, you just sense things about people. And obviously it doesn't always work out for those, but I feel like we've been really lucky to have found partners that want to protect, I think, that spirit within us and then yeah. vice versa us to them. Yes. Agreed. And agreed. Grateful. And I think that's why we're having this podcast episode, which I know is, is coming to a close now, but that we can have more of these conversations with people. Cause I do think you said this earlier, people fear talking about marriage because I did. I think I even said that on a previous episode, like this is my special thing. I don't like to talk about it. And I fear judgment over my love because it is so personal. It does ebb and flow all the time. It is the thing I'm absolutely most proud of in this world. It's the thing that like, I, you know, it's, it is so important. So it is scary to put it out there and have people comment or have an opinion on it or think about it or compare their own situations to it. You're sort of like, this is mine. Stay, stay out. (laughs) That's how I felt. But I do think it's important to talk about. And I think a lot of people relate. I think so. And I think that you can always choose what you share and what you don't share in different moments, because once again, it is yours and you need to protect what you need to protect for yourself by all means. But I do think it's helpful for others to hear maybe what we're talking about because mm-hmm. we never heard somebody talk about that. And, exactly. And just how you said, like marriage can still be awkward. We can still be finding new things out about like, 
about each other all the time. Like I was the other day talking about one of my childhood best friends that like we grew apart, but I don't think I ever talked about their parents with Jeff. I'm like, how did I never talk about their parents? <laughs> and like, say their names, but just sometimes you're still a person and we're still young and we're just, we're just making our way. So it's going to be ever evolving. And but isn't that think- like refreshing though, that we, they don't know everything about us because I, I watched an episode of the office where Pam and Jim are driving and they like could finish each other's sentences, knew everything about each other. And I'm like, that's because y'all live in a small freaking town, work at the same job, have the same ordinary life. And I'm like, that would freak me the fuck out. I and- need to have variation like it's, that like closes my chest up <laughs> I can't do that. right I can't. it's like we're running away no. from ordinary <laughs> no always and like always. so I think that's yeah I love that I love that Jeff learned something new about you I love that we're able to evolve and that's cool to me <laughs> I th- oh I agree and that we're able to have you know buddies along the way like we have this friendship to cheer each other on and I'm sure there's somebody else hopefully listening that (laughs) feels this too. And just to know then like, okay, let me take a beat and take a breath. Like this is normal. This is not the end of the world. Doomsday relationships. This doesn't happen in relationships. No, it happens. And sometimes you just need to hear it from somebody else to realize it's just something that you have to go through. And it's just part of being with another human. Yes. And that is why initially we called ourselves the big sisters of the internet, you guys, because we wanted to not coming from a place of entitlement or like this wild experience, but just because we wanted to be vulnerable and talk about the things that maybe aren't talked about enough. So that's what this episode was. Thank God. (laughs) God. We're talking about space. We all have space right now in our lives. I think sometimes we have too much space, but then too much sometimes feels like too little and that's okay. Like it's going to ebb and flow all the time. And I, um, I, I love that we've been able to share more about our relationships with everybody and, and with one another, you and I pay me too, and, and just continue to learn and grow. And I hope that, um, I don't know, it, it kind of like gives you a little bit of peace for the rest of your chaotic day too. It does for sure. Good. Well, thank you guys. This felt like a little mini therapy session, which is always so useful. Um, And we post an episode, we we post a podcast every Thursday, a blog post Wednesday, Saturday, and we follow us across all social medias. P.S. We have no plan. We're doing the damn thing. So come along. We're doing the damn thing. We're growing little by little, but it's showing up and we're showing up. And thank you for listening, everybody. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. Bye.